This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan. Hello here and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, later will be joined by Robin Washett. And Mike Wheeler is going to be heading down to Oklahoma City for us to cover the baseball regionals um, as Nebraska opens up Friday uh, down in OKC. But it's camp season, Nate, and nobody gets more excited about camp season than guys like you and I. And we've kind of made our living during camp season. Uh, that's where we first met many, many, many years ago, um, working camps in the months of May and June around the country. And um, it's going to be a really, really busy month for Nebraska and you know, I, I always laugh, Nate. People always come up to me and like, oh, it must be nice. Things kind of slow down this kind of year. And I just kind of laugh. And I'm like, yeah, actually, you could almost make a case we're busier in a different kind of busy um, with the upcoming camp schedule. And Nebraska, Nate, will be in St. Louis on Friday to kick things off. Uh, that will be the mega camp in um, Lindenwood where there's two sessions. Two sessions in Lindenwood. Uh, you got – you got one on Friday and then one on Saturday. <clears throat> and I want to say last year, um, the, the coaching staff at Lindenwood reported over 1,800 kids, I believe. For the two sessions. For the two sessions or, or over the course of two days. It's really pretty phenomenal the way they run it. I mean, uh, you, you hear that amount of kids and you're going, holy cow, like how, how, do, they, how do they manage that? But it's, it's basically a continuous cycle. Um, you know, they – they they it's get a car kids, wash yeah basically I mean it literally is they they get kids registered and then they they filter them out you know they they get their measurements and everything they filter them out on the football field and start warming them up and they test them out and then they go through their individual uh, drill work and then their one on ones and and just as that group's finishing another another group is is just gotten done being measured and they're getting out on the field and they're starting to warm up it just it works like clockwork like that from basically about eight or nine in the morning until about nine o'clock at night uh, for two straight days. It's it's pretty unreal. Uh, but I mean, they've they've gotten it down to you know kind of a science, and and um, you know it's a great. I think there's fifty or sixty different colleges that that attend that camp, and so. And Nebraska I mean, will be there Friday. And Nebraska will be there um, all day on Friday, and and I and I think that's a smart move. You know, last year they went to uh, the Saturday session and and that was still a lot of good players at that session, but um you know, from what I've seen over the last few years of covering this camp, it is uh, usually Friday that that kind of has the bigger name guys or or you know, the better upper, you know, underclassmen uh, that are that are coming out to to work out and, and be seen by the and colleges. Unofficially, that might be the biggest satellite camp in the country. I'm sure like that mind sound mind body and some of those other ones that were back in the day that no longer exist were just as big but this has got to be the biggest one almost. yeah I, I, I don't know how you can be any bigger yeah i don't know how you could be any bigger i mean there might be you know there might be some smaller ones in in texas um you know that that are that are pretty big or or at least comparable but um yeah I, i'm willing to bet that the lindenwood camp in st louis is is uh right up there at the very top and then nebraska also on saturday on friday will open up their full padded team camp um, I think Crane Prep's going to be there. I know Ron Colley is scheduled. I mean, there's a number of teams. Um, and this is something that they've really emphasized. They want this team camp to be a big part of what they do. Um, and the coaches that have committed around the state to do this 
Um, they're going to give really good access to the program over the weekend and, and be, you know, treat them really well because they want this to be a bigger deal. And they lowered the price down where the price per camper was significantly lower than what they were a year ago. And I think it's going to make a difference. I think over time, instead of shipping yourself out to the Dakotas or maybe Wayne or Shattern or somewhere else, mm-hmm. you're going to see more teams that say, you know what, let's go to Lincoln. Let's give the kids the experience. And that opens up this weekend. Yeah, that opens up this week this weekend. Um, and, and you're right. I mean, they've really pushed this thing. And, and I think lowering the price has, has really helped. Um, you know, kind of drive more teams to go ahead and, and jump in and do it. The the really cool thing about it is that uh, not only do you get the experience of practicing and playing, you know, in the same facilities as, as the Huskers, but you get to use the meeting rooms. You get to use all their all the film. Um, so the the Nebraska you know video staff are they're filming all your practices, all your games, and they're packaging it up, and putting it on huddle. Um, and so for the coaches and the players, I mean, that's a huge resource in and of, of itself. So, um, you know, I, I think that's pretty neat, um, you know, and, and I think that they are really going to cater to some of these the, some of these first teams that are kind of doing this and and, uh, you know, kind of roll out their red carpet for a lot of these uh, a lot of these teams. And and uh, I'm kind of excited to hear what the feedback is from it. And then Nebraska will spend a lot of the week or, you know, probably three or four of the coaches um, we'll be on the road for the Adidas tour. Nate will be on the road um, for all of it with Greg Peterson. I'll be in, um, in Mercer with you guys as well. So Tuesday, Nebraska will be in Mercer, which is about an hour and a half um, north of Atlanta or south of Atlanta. I think it's north of Atlanta. Um, so Mercer, a smaller FCS program, will be the first one. Now there's a Monday one at Georgia Tech that Nebraska will not be at. That's the opening Adidas event. New staff there. Um, Bobby Collins, that the new coach at Georgia Tech? Jeff Collins, Jeff, I think. Uh, that, they're expecting that to be a really good camp, but Nebraska won't go to that one. Um, that's not going to be um, one of their allotted NCAA camp days. Um, so they'll take off June 3rd, but June 4th at Mercer. They'll take off Wednesday. Then June 6th will be probably the biggest, busiest day of their camp schedule of the year. Uh, they're going to be in Miami for Florida Atlantic and Lane Kiffin. Um, his camp will run a clock Nate see if he actually spends more than 10 minutes down there this year <laughs> yeah yeah I'll have to I'll have to keep track of that um yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of the uh the where's Waldo uh, instead of Waldo though it's where's Lane Lane Kiffin at today um, he makes about a 10 minute lap yep. and then then he comes back up to his office and starts watching film again but they'll they'll run that's a great camp the yeah, one at really FAU is. um and then they'll come back in the evening <clears throat> And our good friend Butch, um, Butch Davis, the coach of uh, former coach of Miami, FIU coach, uh, they'll run one there. And it looks like the weather will be better um, this upcoming year. Uh, we were Ken Dorsey, the former Hurricane quarterback. He's the athletic director for facilities there. He's basically the Butch hug for FIU, and um, he he helps put that camp on. Uh, with Butch and you'll be at both those events yeah I'll be at both of those and and those are always um, you know just loaded loaded with with talent to the uh, point where you're overwhelmed yeah I mean it is pretty overwhelming uh, at, at times especially FIU when um, you know at least at, at FAU you can get your hands on a on a prospect sheet or or you can kind of identify some guys and or you know get a feel for the you know a little bit of a uh, you know you can get the lay of the land a little bit and see who's out there but FIU is always that's kind of a crapshoot. Butch as, does not provide rosters, and that that makes it tough when you, know, you have about 800 kids there. And 
Yeah, it's 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 always interesting. <laughs> about of those eight hundred, about five hundred of them run about a four five or better. <laughs> yeah, they yeah they're at least at the very least look like Division one athletes. So um, yeah, that's always that day where you've got FAU in the morning and FIU at night. Uh, I mean, that's always one of the the just crazier days uh, of the year for me. Just seeing the amount of talent that is in South Florida in, in that Miami area, uh, you know, between. Uh, Boca Raton and and you know Fort Lauderdale and, and Miami, all all those areas. I mean, the just Miami Dade County alone is just. I mean, you well, when we saw it, when we were young kids yeah. and they and we were down at um, Carroll City mm-hmm. and they were the eight A Florida champions in two thousand three and we were down there and ran a combine for their team in in the summer of 03. and to this day that's the best that's the most talented athletically talented high school team I've ever seen. And I've never seen one even close to them before. No, yeah. It's, it, yeah, what what we saw that day was was just unbelievable. They had freaking. like three first-rounders yeah, on had, a high school team. Yep, three, at least three first-rounders, um, you know. And um, and they look like first-rounders at that age. Exactly. And you, we're running 40s in the parking lot of, of their school, uh, which is basically like a gravel parking a driver, lot. A driver's ed training lot. Yeah, it was – uh, less than ideal, and you you had kids. Uh, I was running the forty yard station and the forty yard dash station, and they they'd come out and they'd pop out their gold grill and put it on my desk and and uh, run rip off a four six electronic forty uh, with their shoes untied on that gravel parking lot, and I was just I was like my head was spinning. It may have been. I mean, and we were so young, we didn't even know this, but in probably the roughest area I, I've ever like been in for a long period of time where to the point when the camp was over coach Frazier the longtime coach Carroll City he goes I'm going to drive you boys out to the interstate and I mean he saw seven white guys from Nebraska that were all about 22 and I think he in a big van that had a lot of accessories and things in it and he, he led our vehicle out yeah. to the interstate to make sure we got out of there okay well the barbed wire fence around the the facilities at the school <laughs> kind of tipped it we off. We pulled up and I go, this is the school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, looked, it looked like a it looked like a county jail or something. The school colors were Hunter's Orange. Yep. So, <laughs> but yeah, that was an experience. Then you will be out at South Florida. Then that camp will take place on Saturday, I believe. Yep. Uh, June. It's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday yep. this week. And that So you're going to be St. Louis Friday, Atlanta, Mercer, Tuesday, Miami, Thursday, Tampa, Saturday. Yep. So there's a lot going on for you this week. Yeah, a lot going on, um, and it, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I, I'm expecting a lot of new offers to go out. Most probably, most likely to uh, you know underclassmen players in the 2021, 2022 classes, uh, but also expecting you know there to be a lot of current targets. Um, you know, in that 2020 class, that'll probably be at the camps and. Um, you know, the coaches will be able to get a chance to kind of work with those guys one-on-one and everything too. So, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. And, and we, the, the neat thing about it is we've been doing this now for a while and, and you get to every camp you go to, you see some familiar faces and, and people that recognize you or you recognize yeah, them. Yeah. We like know all these guys in yeah. Florida when you go down there. Yeah. So, uh, that, that's been pretty cool. Um, you know, so kind of looking forward to, to seeing who you run into, uh, cause it seems like there's always some, some random, you know, just like last year with uh, with Dorsey, uh, you know, being able to – I mean, we, we shot the bowl with Dorsey for, what, 
probably 20 minutes, yeah. 20, 30, 20, 30 minutes. And he was talking about Eric Crouch. And I mean, uh, that was, I mean, that was pretty cool. So there, there's always, there's always something like that that happens uh, on these types of tours. Well, that starts this week um, as we will be on the road in full force and plenty of coverage of satellite camps. Nebraska won't actually have their first Friday night lights camp until June 14th. They do have a seven on seven camp on Sunday, June 9th. So they will get some bigger stuff on campus here, but Really, this week one will all be satellite camp coverage on the road, and then the the back end of June, the middle to the late part of June, will be the bigger camps in Lincoln. So uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about the Nebraska Shrine Bowl. Fourteen future Huskers will be in the game that takes place in Kearney. I'll be a part of the TV broadcast for that. We were at Media Day earlier in the week. We'll give some thoughts on the Shrine Bowl next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. <laughs> 